Are you a current or future Amazon seller, but unsure how to juggle that with family life, like being a spouse or a parent? Today, we're going to talk to a family who has made it work for them. We're also going to talk to the matriarch of the family who has grown six Amazon businesses to the point of exit. How cool is that? Pretty cool, I think. Sellers have lost thousands of dollars by not knowing that they were hijacked perhaps on their Amazon listing or maybe somebody changed their main image or Amazon changed their shipping dimensions so they had to pay extra money every order. Helium 10 can actually send you a text message or email if any of these things or other critical events happen to your Amazon account. For more information, go to h10.me forward slash alerts. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Serious Sellers Podcast by Helium 10. I am your host, Bradley Sutton, and this is the show. That's a completely BS-free, unscripted, and unrehearsed organic conversation about serious strategies for serious sellers of any level in the Amazon and Walmart world. We've got somebody uh, back on the show who's who's been here before, uh, Isabella, but we're doing something a little bit different today. We've got uh, her family here because I wanted to talk about a different side of Amazon, and and the fact of the matter is... You know, there's a lot of people out there where it's usually just one person in the uh, family who might start. Maybe it's the mom, the dad, the husband, the wife. Uh, maybe it's uh, one of the kids. And what happens is the rest of the family at, in the beginning might not understand fully what's going on with this Amazon thing because it's not a normal thing. But, you know, questions I get sometimes is, hey, you know, should I should I get help from my family in my business or how do I balance you know, family life and work life as an entrepreneur when it's not like a regular nine to five job. And how can I support my spouse? You know, maybe I'm the Amazon seller. How do I support my spouse? Maybe I'm the non-Amazon seller spouse. How do I support my Amazon selling partner? Um, there's a lot of questions. So, you know, I, I figured like we, we'd uh, we'd have a good example of this because I've been at I've been at some conferences lately, and and the interesting thing I noted is that Isabella brings her her whole her whole family, you know, uh, with her to help out. So I was like, you know what, this is an interesting angle. So. So go ahead, everybody uh, else, and introduce yourself so that everybody knows who, uh, who's on here. My name's Ivan. I'm Isabella's husband, uh, and, and Lisa's here too. How how old are you, Lisa? I am currently 16 years old. Has your mom been an entrepreneur or like an uh, you know Since doing ever? this kind of thing as long as you can remember? Or it's, yeah, actually, precisely like that. I, she's literally grown into okay, a and- little entrepreneur. I love it. I love it. And, and Ivan, you know, you've only been married for, is it a year now? Yep. Yep. Just over a year, you know, maybe. All right. Congratulations. Happy anniversary. So you, you, you knew, you know, Liza was born in this, but, but you, you had a choice. You knew what you were getting into because you met her when she was a an Amazon seller, right? Uh, yeah. Uh, you know, Liza didn't have a choice, but you did. So yeah, no, I uh, you made it work. It, it was, I should have known uh, on the first night we met because she, it was, it was, uh, late in the evening and she was still on the phone making things happen. Uh, and I was like, Oh, okay. Maybe she's just, you know, some, some work came up, but no, that's, that's the battle rhythm, you know, that's, uh, that's almost an yeah. everyday thing. Uh, so, but yeah, yeah, I definitely came into it. And, uh, it was actually one of the things that like really clicked with me. Like I saw that somebody was so passionate about what they did and, and was uh, a risk taker and a world maker type of person. Mm-hmm. Now, what do you do? Um, uh, like you have a day job yourself, right? Yes. Uh, so uh, 
I'm currently an active duty Marine. So anything that's said on this podcast is my own personal opinion and does not reflect the views of the Marine Corps, the Department of Defense, or the United States government in any way. Disclaimers out of the way here. <laughs> so that means he can be crazy here and it's not going to, it's not, he's not going to get in trouble. Uh, we'll see about that. <laughs> All right. Now, um, what, what year again, Bella, did you start uh, selling on Amazon? Uh, 2015. 2015. So Liza was uh, um, 10, 10, years 10, 10 years old. Helium okay. 10. He, he, universe. There we go. Working out. I love it. Now, what, you know, obviously you've been, you know, I remember when you, you were on the podcast before, you know, this is not your first entrepreneurial endeavor, Amazon, you've been doing it. And just like Liza said, you, it was kind of, she was since, since she was born, you've been doing different things. What, what did you do before Amazon again, for people who didn't hear your last episode? Um, I think, I don't remember if we talked about it. My first business, like actual business, was a business uh, training center at my 17 years mm-hmm. old. And they sold it at my business. Yep, yep. I remember yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. So That was obviously well before, um, um, not well before, but a little bit before she was born. Now, what would you say is is the benefits, and I'm talking to you, Bella, what, what would you say is the benefits of having a job like Amazon where you kind of set your own hours and be at home and what's the um the drawbacks you know because because it's not always just one way there's always two sides uh, of things here but let's first talk about the pros like as a as a mother as as a wife what are the benefits of having a job like like amazon and obviously you know you have an agency now but just thinking in general just when you were just an amazon seller what did you like about that beneficial is I think that just because you can you can you can manage everything that you are doing based on the family interests. Uh, for what do you like, mean? for example, Ivan coming back from work and he's saying, "Okay, it's a family time. Stop." <laughs> so and mm-hmm. I can stop and we can do like family stuff. It's beneficial for family when like we have to go somewhere, and I can manage my time frame, my timeline, and I can always uh switch my tasks or delegate something else to someone else so i'm not dependent nine to five and family feels it and family knows it sometimes like things come up my daughter is fina my younger daughter she's coming and she's like i have tennis class what are you doing in front of the screen i'm like oh i'm so sorry i'm coming i'm just jumping into the car so i don't Mm -hmm. have to go to any meetings and talk to people or like do reports or something else. So everything is always with me. I can worst case scenario, I can grab my laptop and do something in the car. Like when she's the first time. Yeah. Now, now what about any drawbacks though? That 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 sword cuts both ways, right? Because Mm -hmm. the, with that flexibility, you know, and, and with a certain type of personality, who's always hard charging and trying to get stuff done now, uh, you have to be equally driven to uh, make time for family, right? Because then everything becomes about business sure. uh, and, and everything. You, you, you're you not fostering the relationships that underpin the, the very business that you created, right? So it, yeah. it's, you know, we, we try, tonight is, a, is an exception, right? But typically from like 6 p.m. to 9 p.m., everybody puts their stuff away, and it's like, okay, we're talking about non-work stuff. How is everybody's day? Like, what is it that we want to do this weekend? Where do we want to travel? Blah, blah, blah. Because we, we have to like, the 
the flexibility and, and the financial wealth that comes from building something like that, it doesn't matter if you, you know, you don't have your loved ones to share that with. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I, I agree. And I think I speak for a lot of people or we all speak for a lot of people who have families out there that one of the things is like, yeah, you, you have time to go take the kids to tennis practice or something. But the thing about a nine to five job is there's always a start and stop, you know, like, Hey, I'm at work from nine to five, but at five it's, it's done, you know, like yeah. I'm going home and there's nothing, but like, there's no real off, you know, when you're an entrepreneur, you could just keep going because it's not like I'm off the clock, you know? So, so that definitely, you know, if you don't have good time management, that could be the case. Lisa, what about you? Um, obviously, like you said, you've grown up in this, but I'm sure most of your friends do not have Amazon seller parents. Uh, what would you say is the difference you see like with your family life as opposed to some of your friends where their one or both of their parents have just like typical nine to five jobs? Uh, definitely mindset and the way that they function in day-to-day lives. Uh, normally I see uh, close-minded people, so they're not open-minded to new ideas or uh, uh, neither are they like inclined to do something more than they do. What in the world kind of, what kind of vocabulary have you been to? Uh, Close-minded and they are not inclined. You know, I don't know. I don't think I talked like that when I was 16. This is, uh, this is pretty impressive, right? Continue. Uh, Yeah, I think those are like the two, like they're not inclined to do more than what they're uh, set out to do. Like when I ever have a conversation with people that like, Oh, like, yeah, uh, like I do this and this and this in business. And then they're like, but you're only 16 years old. And then my next question is, but what's stopping me? Like, they're, like, and the, like the point is, is that you, uh, you really don't have limitations just because you're much younger. Like your brain could keep growing. And like the reason people are so set back is because they don't realize the potential that they have. Now, how old were you? when your mom started teaching you things about any of the businesses she's worked on, be it, be it the agency, be it Amazon or just anything in general? I don't think she ever uh, purposefully did like directly taught me about Amazon. And if I have to be honest, I uh, almost despised the idea of Amazon when I was much younger. And that was simply because in my head, I was like, this is way too hard. This is too complicated. I do not enjoy numbers. I'm going to go and paint like 18 pictures in the garage. And that's exactly what I did. She actually got me an $800 easel and I spent like hours a day just painting and blasting music. But I think I indirectly learned from what I heard every single day, every single webinar. Uh, she wrote a book, um, which I was actually kind of like almost proofreading. Uh, and she's like, does it sound good? You speak Russian? Uh, yeah. That, yeah. Okay. So I was about to say, aren't your mom's webinars in all Russian? So I'm like, how are you listening? And I didn't, re- okay, that's cool. Uh, yeah. So, um, also just like knowing Russian and both like English also helped me out a lot. Cause then like I learned from her both when she was with a Russian audience and then transitioned to, uh, American audience. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I mostly started to learn, when uh, I was shown the intricate ways in which you could use creativity in the world of Amazon. And I could use my character to manage uh, projects. And even though I didn't really enjoy like logistics, I literally like, I was such a math geek for a very long time. And then it got ruined for me two years ago. And like, I'm like, absolutely not. 
And she showed me a different angle. And that's when I actually truly started to learn uh, about Amazon and all the different angles of it. And it's just like it ended up being the way that I looked at it. So it wasn't like forced on you or anything. It was it, it kind of like at first you didn't like it and she didn't push it. But then you were just around it so much that it kind of started piquing your interest. And then, you know, yeah, exactly. you, you started getting exactly. into it. More. I think okay. she was meant for me to start liking Amazon. <laughs> that was her master plan. Yeah. What about you, Ivan? Like, obviously, I've seen you helping out when when Bella has a booth, you know, for her agency at like the Prosper show or or, you know, white label expo or things like that. Is that the extent of, of how you help the, the the business or do you also do things there at home on your off hours? Um, I do. And it's mostly like it's a twofold thing. So the the nature of my job, uh, of my day job, has made me uh, very process oriented because uh, it's very operations heavy. And so I help a lot with the back office type of stuff. So information management, automation, like you know, you know the the, the ins and outs of the business, right? Uh, yeah. So I do that, and then. Uh, I kind I'm kind of like Lisa, where I'm I'm one of the creative monkeys, and because I did a lot of art, I do I do music too, and do that type of stuff. And so sometimes you know I'm in the shower or I'm working out, or and we get ideas, and uh, you know we go into the office, which is the idea lab, and we talk about it, and we we develop things from there. So whether it's like changing strategy, changing approach, or ways to uh, find products or anything like that. That's, that's also where I contribute there. Um, and because it, it's almost like getting a fresh pair of eyes, right? Because she, she's got almost 20 years ago or, you know, 21. Tw sorry, 21 years. I'm so sorry. No, you're not. Let the record show 21 years, right? 21 years in, in this industry. And like, I'm, I'm coming at it with, from a brand, from a completely different perspective. Uh, and so just getting a, a fresh pair of eyes on things sometimes, uh, sometimes helps. Okay. Now, now, before we say goodbye to, to Lisa and Ivan here, you know, and then we get back to Bella, um, I, I would just like to ask, you know, each of you, you know, kind of like, let, let's actually start with Bella here. Like, what would be your advice to people in your shoes? And when I say your shoes, um, you're, you're a, you're a partner, you know, you're a spouse, you know, doesn't matter that you're, if you're the mother, you're the father, you're, uh, or I mean, a husband or wife, you're a mother or a father. There are other people who are in very similar situation as you, as far as they're either one of those things. They're, they're somebody's spouse, they're somebody's mother, they're somebody's father. And the rest of the family is not really into Amazon uh, at all. How, what, what's some advice you have? You know, it could be about work-life balance. It could be about mindset. It could be about time management. What would you have to say uh, to those people out there who might be wondering how they can balance all this like you have? Um, when I got Lisa in my life, I said to myself, I, she, I will treat her as my friend and as my partner. And yes, of course, I'm being a mother and I'm disciplining her sometimes as older she is as less. But you have to treat your family as your team and partners because you can change businesses, you can change friends, but your family is your team. It's your support, it's your castle, so it's your fort. And if you can be a really, if you can build a partnership with your family, this is the key to success. It's like my yeah. personal opinion. Anything you would have done differently, like start earlier or or you think that everything kind of, 
or start later or you think everything has kind of worked out uh, quite nice? Um, you know, it, I think it just depends on the people and personalities. And uh, some people can start early, some people later. The only thing I really want people to understand that you can never be able to leave the same minute and the same day and the same night. And people are supposed to appreciate every single second in their life because as uh, older we are, uh, we cannot, we won't be able to have the same opportunities as we had like a minute ago or a day ago. A day ago. So just if you have any opportunities right now and chances, don't think that you can make it tomorrow. Like do it right now. It's actually something that pissing off Ivan all the time because when I'm asking him to do something, he's saying me tomorrow. I'm like, don't tell me that because it's like a trigger point for me. Everything is today and right now. We cannot do anything tomorrow. We can mm-hmm. sometimes people cannot wake up tomorrow. So everything is today now and uh, and no pressure. Of course, of course, no pressure. <laughs> but now, yeah. All right. And what about you, Lisa? Like what? Um. You know, there's other kids out there, you know, whether they're younger or whether they're teenagers like you who might have one or both parents who are entrepreneurs as opposed to the traditional work. So, like, what would your advice be for them as far as how to make, uh, you know, home life, you know, good and, and not stressful? Um, I guess, like, you could attack this from different angles as a matter of, like, if you're working in a family or if you just want to do it for yourself. Um, as cheesy as it may sound, the biggest advice that I would have is don't let your age or the disadvantage of society's standard push you back and tell you that you can't do it because the world and education system told you so. Because it's okay. absolutely incorrect. And you can all right. And what um, what would you have done, if anything, differently? Like, you know, would you do you think you started getting with the family business at the right time? Would you have wanted to start earlier? Would you have wanted to one more year of not having to worry about work and stuff? Um, I think what I realized when I got into this is that the earlier you start, the better. And in business speed is everything. Obviously, so is quality. Um, and. The purpose of education is uh, not knowledge, but action. And I realized that the faster that I took what I have learned uh, and applied it to my life, uh, the more successful I will be. Uh, I think that I have made the right choices to get here because I know that if I started earlier, uh, I would have started it with almost like disdain from what I'm doing, but I started with passion and genuine interest for like what it is that I wanted to do for our agency. And that's what keeps me going because I'm actually excited about what I do. Yeah. That's important to any, anything that people do in life, I think is if you're passionate about something, the the quality of what you're doing uh, is going to come out better because it doesn't feel as much like work when you're passionate about it. What about you, Ivan? There, there's, there's plenty of people out there in your shoes where, they uh, have a husband or wife who's who's you know this entrepreneur or Amazon seller. Well, you've got the day job. Uh, how do you how do you kind of ease that transition where one person is doing one thing, one person has a completely different working style? How how do you make uh you know how how do you have happy wife, happy life? <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Uh, 
No, so I guess it's kind of threefold. So the, the, the first portion of that is that to echo off of what Izzy was saying, it's all about the team, right? So it's about what are you doing to contribute to the team? Maybe, you know, I, let's say I wasn't interested at all whatsoever in anything e-commerce related, right? I can still contribute to the team by making sure that like I'm there emotionally, that I'm there to, to help out in the, in the things that I can help out with uh, to make sure I'm making a contribution, right? So that, that would be the, for, for those that like want to keep, keep it separate and, and just don't have a genuine interest, there's still contribution to be made to the team. That's not necessarily germane to the business. Uh, mm-hmm. The second part of that is, is if you're going to venture into it, uh, you know, maximize strength and mitigate weakness. And what that means is there are things that Izzy can do that I cannot do. And there are things that I can do that she is you cannot do. She said it though. She said it. I didn't say it. Right. And I want that to be uh, recorded that she said that I'm not me. Right. Uh, and so, you know, that goes back to the teamwork thing, like play, play to your strengths and so that you can complement uh, each other and, and really contribute to the business. And then not to be kind of a negative Nancy at the end, but you know, everyone argues, everybody's going to argue no matter what. So if you're scared of, I don't want to ruin my relationships with my family members because we're just going to argue about money and all this stuff. Like the, the fear is there. It's going to happen. The point is get over your ego. It's not personal. You're there. It's you as a team against the problem, not against each other. And so you really have to go into it with that mindset. And when you mess up, own it. Don't take it personal. You know, and like an entrepreneur, dust yourself off and keep moving forward. And that's how you have to make it happen. If you go in there and you take it personal and you start arguing with each other, it's not going to work and you're going to end up destroying both. Yeah. All right. Good stuff. Uh, well, guys, you know, you you, uh, you definitely are, are proof of, of of one way, not the only way that, that, that things can work out with you guys. It kind of worked out on the agency side as opposed to necessarily, you know, the Amazon side. Uh, I was kind of different, you know, since my kids were like six years old, I, I had them putting F, uh, FBA stickers onto uh, packages. I was I was doing child labor to the fullest, but <laughs> there's different strokes for different folks. Um, there's no one way. But the, the point of this is, is that you know, out there, I know sometimes there's this this idea that, man, this is so weird to the rest of my family, the, this whole Amazon thing. Like, how do I make them understand or how can I make this work? Well, here's an example of a family who's who's definitely made it work. So thank you to uh, Lisa and, and Ivan. And then you guys can go go ahead and have the rest of your night together. And then I'm going to talk to Belle about some, some Amazon stuff. Let's talk about basically updates since the last time, you know, we talked. Uh, you were last on the uh, episode or early last year or a little bit before then. And so how are, you know, I know you, you've always had other things going on. We talked about agency, you know, you've had coaching and, and things like that. Uh, but you still actively launch new products on Amazon and maintain your business or are you mainly focused on, on, on other sellers now helping other people? So, uh, we sold, uh, all accounts we had, we did exit and, uh, right now, how many accounts did you have? Uh, we had three that we sold. Uh, I kept one uh, account just for kids when they want to play. 
But we have right now six hour accounts that we are preparing to exit. Uh, well, six yes. accounts. And so you had started each of these separately. Well, like, why did you have six accounts? Like, is it completely different yeah. brands or what, why didn't you do it on the same account? Yeah, it's, it's completely uh, different brands. And every, we want to scale and sell every single one individually. So mm-hmm. it's like six different businesses. So so you still have these six or you already sold we them? We sold three and now we're working on six extra. And like just to regular people or did you sell to like an aggregator or who did you uh, sell to? The three we sold to the regular people. Uh, not, well, not like regular people, entrepreneurs. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, regular people as in not in, uh, one of those like Thrasio yeah, or something but like that. Those six, we'll see how it will go uh, because like we really want to stay want to see how it's working out. Uh, I'm not going to mention all the uh, brand's name. I mean, That's the fine, aggregators yeah. and companies, they're pretty famous. So we talked with some of them and we'll see how it will work out in like six months. Maybe we will sell to them. Maybe we will uh, sell to regular people. But generally speaking, the idea uh, to create and sell is so good because I was able to apply my skills from Russia when I was creating businesses and sell these businesses. And I didn't think in the beginning that I actually can apply it on Amazon too. And then when this idea hit me one and a half year ago again, I'm like, oh, why not? <laughs> Let's do it. Yeah, and it's working pretty cool. So last year, you know, since Amazon was your only um you know, um, marketplace, how were you affected during COVID? Like, did you ever have to stop selling on one of the accounts because you weren't able to send inventory or you were, you weren't really affected by that? Oh my gosh, that was a huge, uh, story. It was May, I believe April, May, and we had about, I believe 5,000 inventory on Amazon or like something about it. Um, and nothing is like shipping. And it's been like about a thousand orders holded on Amazon. So I'm like, okay, let's just do the order removal and let's try to ship it by ourselves. And we've been packing by 300 pieces a day. And you mean like uh, fulfilled by merchant? Yes. So it was something crazy. I in your house or did you have a warehouse? Yes, yes. We've been just shipping from home because I don't have a warehouse. We've been always selling like FBA. And it was, so you had like big truck delivery of your inventory directly to your home? Something like that. Yeah. Your, your neighbors didn't get mad or like, what's these trucks? No, no, this? we have good neighbors. Oh. We had good neighbors there in Florida. Like we've been fine. But what we've been doing, it's been like a couple days, a couple times a day, UPS, USPS. Sometimes we've been driving there. Sometimes they've been scheduling. We've been scheduling these deliveries. Uh, we've been talking to suppliers, so we're shipping everything only by detail because FedEx was working terrible, UPS was working terrible. So it was such a mess, but we survived with the, like great revenue. Uh, even we've been stuck like a couple of weeks. Uh, I was just trying to figure out what to do, uh, and then like we we've been packing and shipping and packing and shipping and i was feeling myself that i am a warehouse worker <laughs> and they have new profession and everybody been doing stuff like even dylan who was five and a half years old at this time i think or six and a half no six and a half he was helping to uh stick the slips on the boxes <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah so like 
that sounds like my old days. You know, I was shipping um like three, four, five hundred orders a day, but I had a machine to do it. How how are you guys printing labels and stuff? Did you have a thermal printer? Or? Uh, I bought the laser printer. Yeah. yeah. Okay. That's good. <laughs> yeah. That's All right. I, I'm going to give you some, some scenarios now, you know, you're kind of technically still selling on Amazon, but you've also doing, you know, when you have an agency, it's almost, even though it's maybe it's not your account, it's almost the same thing as, as like, you know, um, selling on Amazon A, A to Z. So, so like, what is your, uh, or do you have people who come to you who, don't even have a product yet. You know, you know, obviously agency, sometimes you think, Oh, I'm going to hire this person to manage my PPC or handle my listing, you know, listing. But do, do you have people who come, Hey, I don't even know where to start. I need a product. Well, 99% of people who are coming to us, they're exactly like that. They're like, Oh, what? Are you serious? Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. People are getting lazy these days, Bella, but I guess that's good for your, your business. Yeah. Huh? You know, I really appreciate people who are coming after uh, some courses and after some failure when they actually understand how it's hard. And uh, they're like, you know, I need someone to hold my hand where we're saying, you know, we're not holding hand, but we're helping you out to start faster and better. Uh, and uh, at this very moment, I, I, I'm sad when people are coming and they do not understand what Amazon is. And I'm trying to give people like some ideas, what to read, what to check before they will actually appreciate what we're doing. Because when people are saying, oh, you're just doing the product research. Like, oh, you're just designing the product. Well, yes. (laughs) You know, so it's like uh, when you're trying to explain people how many actual factors uh, involved in the launching and succeeding on a product on Amazon. And when you're like trying to explain, it's not just the product, it's also target audience, keywords, semantic core. And uh, like, and at this moment you're trying to not make fe- make people feel bad that they don't know stuff and they don't understand it and not also overwhelm them with the information. So answering your question, yes, we have a lot of people who do not understand anything and who want to start their business on Amazon and who are coming and saying, okay, I have money. I want to quit my nine to five. Some of the people uh, at Prosper came to us and they said, you know, I quit my job. I have savings. Help me out. <laughs> so then what, what? what's an, how, how do you do it? Like, do you just find a product for them or do you kind of like teach them along the way and regardless of either way walk me through your process of of finding a new product here in in 2021 for people of course we're using healing 10 uh and uh we're looking for the product with the high demand and low competition uh we can start with a black box we can start just with some random stuff and when we see that some products are actually uh good looking and we're just starting to dig a little bit deeper and to find the right keyword that this product is actually selling. And when this keyword is giving us the results, like 300,000, for example, that I was showing on a white label, for example, like gift for men. And if you'll go on Amazon with this keyword and you will check the page number one, you will find out that actually market is empty. You'll be able to find some neck massagers, uh, beard set, uh, oils for beard, uh, maybe some like shaving stuff and not really much cool things, but the keyword and the demand is 300,000 just for one this keyword based on Helium 10, of course. Uh, 
You're talking about uh, search volume? Search volume, yeah. Search uh-huh. volume. And the market is empty. And then when you understand that this market is empty, you're trying to dig deeper to the like actual man interest. And you can cover there some hobbies, like people like to play golf, uh, drink whiskey, uh, play poker, or like tennis, ping pong, uh, and etc. etc. Like ideas are uh, as farther you go, is better. <laughs> and uh, then you're already searching for the keywords based on the interest and what people actually buying. And then you find out that actually the market is still empty and demand still pretty big. And based on this, we're also researching on the, some uh, similar platforms like. Pinterest, Etsy, and if nothing is there, but people keep researching, we are starting to create these products uh, to close uh, customer pain, buyer's pain, when they actually want to buy something. And those type of products, when you design them well and you customize them well, when you're giving people something that they want, not they just have to buy, uh, then you don't have to have like thousands of reviews you have to have just like maybe 5, 10, 15 to achieve your 10,000, 15,000 sales per month, uh, which was actually one of the cool ideas that you've been showing on the Project X. Mm -hmm. Uh, So, yeah, this is like simply this is our approach. Nothing super magical, just data to custom approach. This is everything that we're doing. Usually it takes us couple of days to do the research, come up with the custom, another week for design, and then we're creating listing copywriting, selling copywriting. Uh, selling copywriting is like we're creating the actual selling text for each page, uh, for each picture uh, for the listing, and then we're doing the design, and people are ready to start the production in China, ship it to United States, Mexico, Canada, all over the marketplaces and start their sales on Amazon. Are pretty much all of your new customers, are people just starting, are you having to send their inventory first to a 3PL or as far as inventory restrictions goes, can the entirety of somebody's first order nowadays still go directly to Amazon? Uh, you know, we do not have so far any issues with, with sending to Amazon.com at all uh, and uh, we don't have restrictions at least up to 500 items per, per first shipment the restrictions that we do have sometimes when uh, people do not sell well some items and they're coming up coming to us and they're asking okay can you help me what i can do uh, and then, like, yeah, we're trying to help them out or, like, create new product for them and send it to Amazon. But if they're not selling well, yes, they do have restrictions. But so far, everything we launched is uh, based on five pieces a month, which we're still able to ship on Amazon monthly. Okay. What can you talk about product differentiation? You know, so you know, you, you can find the opportunity using the, the methods you, you talked about, but then... You know, you don't want to have the exact same thing, but at the same time, you don't want to make it so different that you're not sure if this is going to work or not. So what are some of the things that, that you've been doing when you're in the product development side to, to make sure, you know, you're not changing things too much from what the customer wants, but at the same time, you're not just copycat, uh, copycatting somebody else? 
Okay, yeah, it's a really good question. So first of all, we're trying to research for the product, uh, let's say form of the product that has already exist uh, in China. So they don't have to come up with any new uh, shape and they don't have to create any new mold. And it's not under patent, right? Uh, mm -hmm. And what we are doing, we're trying to create the design that never been before based on American culture. If uh, we're going to sell, for example, on America.com, if we're going to sell Mexico or, uh, for example, Arabian Emirates, we're creating something else. But let's talk about Amazon.com right now. So we're thinking about cultural stuff, what people will buy based on American culture, American humor understanding, um, like hobbies understanding, ideologic, uh, ideology, maybe some like uh, religion stuff. And we're creating this design on the way where people, genius speaking, yes, 5% of patent and it's already not under patent. Uh, but we're creating in a way where people uh, will not do any copy-paste uh, or they will not want to do it because we're creating the trademark before we start, before we launch any Amazon business, any product. So we're not copy-pasting. We're not recreating the same designs. We're not doing something the same or similar. We're, we're creating everything different. So it cannot be repeating the product mm -hmm. at all. But we're not changing any shapes to make the production and the uh, launching on Amazon simple and fast. Okay. All right. Um, what about on listing optimization? You know, so what's your best tips as far as, hey, you know, I got the product. I obviously use Helium 10 for the best keywords. What is your strategy at, your your pictures and and, and how, where you put what keywords and things like that for once you uh, you're ready to make your listing. Okay, so here's uh, three components: is uh, I'm a, is uh, front end, back end, and pictures. Uh, let's start with the front end. Pictures supposed to answer people's emotions and questions immediately. I can tell momentarily. So the moment person is looking at the picture, uh, they're supposed to feel, I need it. This is exactly what I'm looking for. I want it. I'm buying. And every single picture is supposed to speak to the customer and to the buyer because the moment they're looking at the picture, they're already making a decision. If they're going to dig deeper and read, of course, some items like electronics or some like supplements where people need to read some ingredients. Of course, it will be like second uh, step to make a decision to buy this product. But generally speaking, 90% they are making based on what they see and what they read on the pictures. Then, of course, title, because if your title will match your search terms, PPC campaign will be successful. Uh, in title, my opinion, you have to combine um, your meaning, your keyword, and if your keyword could be long tail, which will contain the main keyword, uh, I mean like high ranking keyword, medium ranking keyword, and low uh, ranking keyword, and it will be like one long tail keyword in a title with the meaning, 
that will be awesome. Uh, mm-hmm. You understand what I'm talking about, right? Yep, yeah. Yep. So I hope everybody else too, because it's something <laughs> that like for the new person, it will be pr- probably hard. Uh, and yes, uh, we're trying to match title with the search at the search terms. But at the same time, with the time, we are adding or substituting uh, keywords at the search terms to something in addition uh, to like to like similar niches to give uh, this listing more opportunities to rank and more opportunities for more indexing. Um, also, when we're doing and creating like bullet points and description. Uh, we're trying to make it uh, interesting to read, not just fill it out with the keywords, but actually think uh, about like when people will read the description of this product, they really, that, that will be a third, fourth and fifth order and step for their uh, decision to actually buy this product. And there's more information uh, right information you'll put into your listing, uh, then less questions you'll get on your listing, which is actually still helpful. But at the same time, people are buying much better and the conversion uh, of the listing is better when you answer all questions of your potential customers and buyer, buyers uh, inside of the listing. And uh, yeah, in the back end, just support with the keywords that will help you to rank your product. Okay. Now we do also a 30 second tip TST. So what's your best, uh, you know, maybe 30 second uh, piece of advice for Amazon sellers. It could be about, you know, what we were talking about before family life, or it could be just an actual Amazon strategy. What do you have for us that you haven't mentioned yet? Well, high risk, high potential. If you're ready to risk, uh, go and do it, but do it smart. Don't try to like go have, okay, have money. I'm going to put everything and I'm, you're not in a casino. So Amazon is a smart platform. Be smart, play smart. Uh, and don't think, uh, that Amazon is some magic where you can have like hundred dollars, watch some fake videos about how you can invest hundred dollars and make millions. Uh, just do it right. Uh, and do it smart and then you'll be able to succeed so amazon is very technical it's a platform and if you follow the instructions you'll be successful seller okay cool now if people want to uh find you on the interwebs out there either your agency or just reach out to uh make sure that your husband and and daughter aren't being held hostage and forced to say the things that they're saying they want to reach out to you guys or whatever. How can they, how can they reach you out? I cannot guarantee the last part, but they can reach me out at uh, my Instagram arm agency or readsarm.com, R-I-T-Z-A-R-M.com. Okay. Awesome. All right. Well, thank you uh, very much for coming on, you know, to show us a little bit of a different side of of Amazon Seller's Life, and it'll be great to see you at whatever conference you guys will will be at next. 